Hello everyone, Alan Mishra here from Vitality Explorers. Please sign up at vitalityexplorers.com for free scientific information about how to enhance your physical, mental, social, and spiritual well-being. As always, let's kick it off with a quote here. This one is from Rumi. The wound is where the light enters you. Here it is again from Rumi. The wound is where the light enters you. Rumi is always awesome. So, what are we going to talk about this week? We're going to talk about three things as usual. We're going to talk about how to celebrate life now or what I learned from attending three funerals in the last 15 months. We're going to talk a little bit about how to increase your health span, not just your lifespan. And then we're going to finish with how stapling your mouth shut reduces inflammation. So let's just jump right now into celebrating life now. Unfortunately, this past week I attended my third funeral in the last 15 months. Now, when you go to a funeral, for those who haven't been or haven't been recently, there's often a celebration of life that occurs after the ceremony at the church, place of worship, or the gravesite. And typically, a slideshow reviews the best moments of the deceased person's life. People then rise to give tear-filled speeches about the person's family members and work history. And the families that are sitting in the front row, typically, uh, listen with a, really, what I think is a sick combination of sadness about their immediate loss and then also the joy of remembering great moments with their loved one or about their loved one. So here's what I learned um, from going to three funerals. I think we need to celebrate life now. Celebrate the lives of our families by telling them how much we love them every single day. Celebrate the lives of our friends by reviewing our awesome memories more often and seeing them whenever we can. Celebrate the lives of our colleagues by telling them how much we appreciate them and the work we do together. And try to celebrate our own lives daily, remembering that tomorrow is never promised. Uh, one of the other things I started thinking about is to celebrate by seeking to make future great memories. Let me say that again. Celebrate by seeking to make future great memories that may someday be mentioned when I pass on. It's kind of a weird thought, but you know, can you, can you actually plan for a great memory? Maybe, maybe not. Um, also celebrate those that are challenged in this life by serving to support them with our time, talent, and treasure. And then finally, and perhaps most importantly, just celebrate the epic joy for each day of each day for just being alive. Um, other things to consider is, you know, what do you really want to be remembered for and how can you celebrate, uh, the now or today? So, uh, for this particular one, again, if you want to read more about it or read a version of what I just uh, spoke about, you can see it on Vitality Explorers on the Substack site, uh, and post your comments there. The second thing we're going to talk about is how to increase your health span. So the question I often ask myself or other people is, do you want to be pushed around in a wheelchair when you're elderly or you want to help somebody help, you know, maybe help assist somebody being pushed around? That's a question I've asked myself, my patients, regardless of age. And I recommend everyone start as soon as they can to stockpile health. We've talked about that in the past, but what that means is to work on your physical, mental, social, and spiritual well-being whenever possible. And especially if you're doing well. Now, too often when we're, when we're feeling well or not in pain, we don't think about trying to stockpile health. But that's the best time to do that, working on all four of those parameters. Now, let's review an excellent article on that specific topic. And here's some, um, some excerpts from 
long, uh, the longevity leap, mind the healthcare gap. I love the title of that article. It's actually a scientific article. Longevity leap, mind the health span gap. I said that wrong the first time. Longevity leap, mind the health span gap. Obviously, it must be from England, right? I, I got to review that again, but I think it must be um, from England because when they say mind the gap uh, in England, that's typically when they're in the tube, which is the, uh, the their their term or their vernacular for the subway in London. Okay, so we're going to mind the health span gap here. And the paper begins with two remarkable sentences. Here's, here's the quote. Quote, the, the world population has tripled from 2.9 billion in 1950 to 7.8 billion in 2020. The average life expectancy, a benchmark of overall population health, has risen from 47 years to 73 years in those seven decades, a 26-year expansion. So in 70 years, we've gone up 26 years in our life expectancy. And what's happened also is the number of people older than 70 has skyrocketed. And again, you can see the, the references for this and some of the, the graphs associated with the paper on the Vitality Explorer Substack site. Um, now, there's a, there's a catch, though. We are living longer, but we are also suffering for years before we die. This is the difference between life expectancy and health span. The fact is not something that we like to think about, but okay, I'm going to live till 73.2 years, maybe a little longer, maybe a little less, but the average health span is only 64 years. That's 9.2 years of living with some form of disability or disease and perhaps suffering tremendously. So this, this idea of life expectancy and health expectancy is something we really should dive into more. Uh, and what would you do today if you knew your health span ended at age 64? And what can we do to extend not just our life, but also our health? And unfortunately, the paper helps us. The article goes into answer some things about individual choices that people can make, community choices, and then uh, uh, larger scale or global things to extend what they call the health horizon. I like that idea. I want to have a extended health horizon. And it recommends we, we plan to address the, the lifespan, health span gap um, by focusing on our you know, strengths and our weaknesses. So some of us are better at maintaining our physical vitality. Others are social uh, vitality experts. And still others are mentally strong and spiritually gifted. Now, all four of these are components of your health span and vitality. And here's what I think. Extending and enhancing our, our health span or in my parlance, our vitality span, so I really want to maybe get away from the word health, but really vitality, is the fundamental purpose of vitality explorers. Let me say that again. Extending or enhancing our vitality span during our lifetime is the fundamental purpose of this, you know, what I'm trying to do here. And what we try to do on the Substack site and with a variety of things that are going to be coming along in the, in the near future is collectively explore specific scientific ways to enhance our most, our, the most, our lives. Um, and we'll continue to talk about this more. Again, check out this longevity leap, mind the health span gap, um, from Garmania et al. on the Substack site to see more or post a comment. All right, let's finish this week's Vitality Explorer news podcast with something that's quite fascinating. And I call it how stapling your mouth shut reduces inflammation. Now, inflammation can be good when we're fighting off an infection or healing a wound, but excess inflammation is, is truly bad, and it contributes to the development of a whole host of problems, including 
cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and cancer. It's also connected to osteoarthritis. That's like the most common form of arthritis, uh, skin damage, and of course, aging. So aging is probably the best, excuse me, inflammation is probably the best marker for aging. So in this particular component of our podcast today, we're going to talk about an excellent article published in the Elite Journal of Science by Spadaro, S-P-A-D-A-R-O et al. And the article focuses on how calorie reduction reduces inflammation. Now, let me give you the bottom line up front, and it's actually pretty cool. Here it is, a 14% reduction in calories over a two-year period reduced inflammation and promoted immune function. So it's not like 50 or 60%, but a 14%. That's really, um, it's difficult, I know. But that's a relatively modest reduction in calories, not a severe one. And it, and, uh, and it really means that maybe, you, maybe we can do it. Let's explore a little bit about this. And I call this stapling our mouth shut and reducing uh, to, to reap the benefits of lower inflammation and better immune function. Now, are we really willing to tackle that? Um, this is the one of many choices we can make to enhance our vitality. Uh, to help us understand if it's meaningful for us, let's explore the data from the paper. Uh, the study consisted of 32 adults in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. So these weren't really, you know, teenagers or these weren't elderly people. These were people in their 20s to 40s. Uh, most of the participants were female and 55.9% were overweight. So the charts are uh, in the Substack site, um, uh, Vitality Explorer Substack site online. The researchers evaluated how... Um, the body changed over 24 months and found significant changes when participants consumed about 14% less calories. And there's several pathways that were upregulated. Now, it's getting to be much more sophisticated in terms of how people, excuse me, how researchers and clinicians are looking at various interventions. And there's this idea of pathway analysis, which we have all these different pathways in our, in our body that can be either be upregulated or downregulated based on an intervention. That could be drug. That could be less calories. That could be more exercise. That could be changing what, you know, your microbiome is. But sort of upregulated up is pathways when we eat less that uh, were associated with important um, functions of our vitality or markers of our vitality like mitochondria, which are the energy powerhouses of the cell. And then the pathways that were decreased were inflammatory pathways. So, again, more energy interesting, ironically, because you eat less, the mitochondria worked a little bit better, or at least they seemed to work better, and then there was less inflammation. What's cool about this particular study is the researchers also used MRI scans to look at the volume of the thymus gland and concluded, quote, a 14% sustained caloric restriction in humans reduced ectopic lipid and enhanced thymic function in middle-aged humans. <laughs> so I'm, I'm one of those middle-aged humans. But anyway, the, the crucial finding here is that your thymus gland is like a small little gland in, in your neck that atrophies as we age. It's responsible for training specialized white blood cells called T-cells. And these are fundamental to your immune system. So if you are actually reducing your caloric intake and, and maintaining or enhancing your thymus gland, that's pretty cool, right? So, again, this is a very complicated study. I'm giving you just a piece of it here, but it was very well executed. I recommend you check it out on Vitality Explorers on Substack online. Uh, but the, here's, again, the, is the bottom line. The paper supports reducing our caloric intake if we want to reduce our body's inflammation and enhance its immune function. And that modest amount of reduction, I think, gives me hope that I'll be able to comply with it. 
So let's just say, you know, if it's taking a 15% versus a 14%, if you're on a 2,000 calorie diet, that means maybe you're going to have to go down to 1,700 calories. So 300 less calories per day. Is that worth it? Is that sustainable? Is that, you know, um, potentially uh, meaningful? Well, this paper suggests that would be meaningful. So we'll talk more about this later, but it's pretty clear calorie restriction can enhance your vitality. So post your comments on the Substack site. Please join Vitality Explorers to join in the community and, and, and receive free text message newsletter on how to in, improve your physical, mental, social, and spiritual well-being. And until next time, always get out there and dare to be vital.